Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. I am Cornholio! <laughs> I'll eat TV for my bunghole! <laughs> And my pants are off. What is going on? <laughs> Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a bitch? Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. You <laughs> won't like me if you tickle me. <laughs> I'm gonna blank you so blank down there, I'm just gonna leave a mess where I'm yeah. done. <laughs> hey, check it out. Pee pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. Oh, what's going on, gang? Today is Tuesday, February 3rd. 2015. This is episode number 89 of the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. Flagship title of your podcast network. You can find all those shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host and right, Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Why is Squirters trending? Why is what? What? Squirters. Really? Oh, alright. And uh, Kelly Harris as well. I prefer Daria to Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. The fuck ever. Dario was a great show. Dario was a great show. Dario was Beavis a great and Butthead show. Is, is iconic, though. Have you guys seen uh, where they've got pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch and Neil Patrick Harris as live-action Beavis and Butthead? It's pretty good. It is no, pretty good. No, but that works. It bad. does. Like, they need to make that happen. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I, I greatly enjoyed uh, the new season they did a couple years ago. I thought that shit was funny. Oh, yeah, that kind of came and went, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I guess it must not have done well enough for them to do more of them, but I thought they were fucking funny. Well, because it doesn't have enough teen moms in it. Must be. That was the great thing about it, though, like, because instead of, you know, because they don't fucking make videos anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they would do the video, the music video bit for, like, one of the, like, you know, one of the two, you know, two, two episodes per show, you know, two cartoons per show. One of the shows they would do, they would do a video, but the other one they would just talk over some random MTV program, right? Like Team Mom or something. That shit, that shit was funny. Ask your parents, kids, about the Beavis and Buttheads. They'll tell you about it. <laughs> no, that's right. That's true. <laughs> uh, my favorite uh, title for Beavis and Butthead episode was "Bang the Drum Slowly, Dumbass." <laughs> One of my favorite Beavis and Butthead moments is they're watching music videos and it's Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice Baby comes on and they go silent. They watch it for about 30 seconds. The, the, it cuts to them just stoic. Cuts back to the video. Cuts to them stoic. Cuts back to the video. Cuts back to them. Butthead changes the channel. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Man, in my gifted class in sixth grade, we did a like a a a live news show just in the class, not televised or recorded or anything. And I had my old play school tape player, and I recorded some of the music off of Beavis and Butthead as the news intro. Nice. And and look where (laughs) I am today. (laughs) There you go. See, fucking that's planting the seeds, man. Planting the seeds. Fucking newsman from way back. That's right. Goddamn right. Uh, see, what's going on? Uh, what's going on this week? Playing so, got big news. Some big news. Some of it's not, you know, whatever. But there, there's some big news. Yeah, kind of shitty news week, I'd say. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not the, the smorgasbord that was last week. No. N- no casting as, uh, dump this week. Not, not, not so much, though. Um, but let's see. What, what do we have here? We, we have, uh, let's see. Uh, Last week, um, I think it was Saturday, it was this weekend, the uh, local uh, Relay for Life had to kick off. My lady, very, very involved in that. So there was like a little event for that. It was pretty cool. Folks coming out and they send uh, the kid around hustling, picking up dollars, getting a little Relay for Life foots or whatever. The, kid, like, the, the three kids made $105 that day alone. Some of those little feet. It was, it was pretty good. It was very industrious. The kid wanted to help. It was nice. She was all about it. It was very, very, very cute. I'll say she's a uh, the little one is um, uh, pushing herself towards she wants to be uh, on the uh, the team this year. So it's very sweet. Nice. Very sweet. I had no idea what fucking cancer is, luckily enough. But, you know, she really, she's really into it. It's <laughs> <laughs> time to learn. It's you know, it's it's a hard thing to describe to a person like, you know, it's like, well, it's when, you know, your body flat out betrays you in some terrible way. I think I've lost you already. Okay, and uh, you know, sometimes it uh, it lands on the right person. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I did say that though. She said it sounds really sad. I go, well, it's not always sad. I think of one time <laughs> when someone got cancer was actually really awesome. <laughs> Terrible. Unfortunately, they're still kicking. So you can figure out who the fuck that was on your own. Uh, Anyway, that was great. Um, we were out and about looking for stuff, looking for uh, I think baby clothes most likely because the kid is running out of everything. He's a big and, boy. Uh, what's that? He's a biggin. He is, man. I went through and I cleaned out his uh, chest of drawers today because shit was just so nothing fits. Like he's he's none of his clothes fit right. He needs big clothes, and like he has to change them two or three times a day because he has just horrible shits. Like he will just shit right up his back. Oh like, man, it's amazing! Like he's still shitting his pants. How old is he? It's, he can't even <laughs> read. It's ridiculous. Like it's fucking. It's it's embarrassing, is what it is. You know what he does? He trusts farts. Yeah, that, that, that's his whole problem. He trusts them too much. No, but he but he will like run shit straight up his armpits, and so you got to change his clothes all the goddamn time. And everyone's like, oh, you know. Maybe it's it's because he's teething. Teething makes makes him. Well, if that's the case, then he's no. He's he's more fucking shark than man, and I don't believe that's true. He has nowhere near enough teeth for me to fucking hold water to this. Oh, it's just you know. It's it's no. It's not. It's not. He just he's he's my he's my boy, and as such, he will have a whole life of terrible shits ahead of him. We need to just get him to the point where they're not aiming directly into his pants sooner rather than later. That's all that shit is. <laughs> but I don't get the correlation of he's teething, so he's got the shits. That's what they say. They say that they say um, uh, teething will make a kid shit worse 
and uh, give them a little bit of fevers. Like, because fevers. Like, like stress? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. But it's the fevers and shits are very good uh, symptoms of, like, you know, kids about to pop a tooth. Well, maybe because baby's body is so small, you know, all that work trying to push a teeth through their gums, you know, doesn't have the work to form solid poops. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm a doctor. <laughs> unpleasant. I know that much. Uh, when you're teething, you get the shits and the spits. spits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is what they tell me. So. <laughs> Again, I'm not buying it. I think he just—I think he just got them Rodriguez shits. Is all I think it is. <laughs> where, where we come from, a long, proud line of shitters. <laughs> <laughs> also, we vomit, so you know, good times. Oof. I'm sure he's very excited about it. Um, so yeah, that—that's happening. You know, um, we were able to uh, completely unrelated. While we're at Walmart looking for clothes, uh, I was able to find one of those sweet uh, dancing Groots, the electronic dancing Groots. Nice. I found it. God damn those fucking shitload of them! Like right before Christmas, like a whole pallet of them. And then get one. Apparently, they're quite hard to find now, to the point to where like they're going like we bought it for like twelve eighty eight at Walmart, and just for shits and giggles, I looked at it online and like you know the cheapest place I found it online was twenty five bucks, but I'm seeing them for like thirty, forty, fifty dollars on eBay. Yeah, we're selling them at work for about twenty. And please come in and buy them. Please make them go away <laughs> so they can stop singing at me. And it's really loud. It's so fucking loud. It's so loud. So loud. But he'll also it's dance. It's not even annoying. It's more scary than anything when yeah, someone turns Yeah, because yeah, it if you're not expecting it, it's really fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you'll also he'll also dance to your own tunes, which is kind of nice. That is kind of cool. It is pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, you know, they had that technology in the eighties. <laughs> we did. We did. We did. But now it's adorable uh, tree form. <laughs> Alien trees. I tell you what, it's like a happy dick. That thing's cool. But it is not worth a penny over twelve dollars. <laughs> I felt very confident in paying twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would have topped that probably like fifteen. You know, fifteen maybe. Yeah, you know, a, a Marvel Legend figure nowadays is twenty, so that's yeah, still not I, too I bad. I feel confident with fifteen. I throw fifteen on it. Hell, I want to say twelve was the cost. Is was our cost on them? Well, I'm sure that's what Walmart is like. You know, getting it, technically we get a whole shitload of things and sell them for less. I guess. Yeah. But, that is on the fucking sign. We sell for less. Yep. It's fucking up there. They don't lie. Um, but, you know, it's cast in very you know basic kind of flat uh, rubber. So I uh, immediately took to uh, paint him up. And he looks pretty fucking cool now, I got to say. Uh, give him a nice uh, black base coat. Dry brush a couple of layers of uh, browns on there, painted up uh, the the vines and the moss and stuff, and it looks like legit, pretty fucking cool. It looks like an actual, you know, tree now, as opposed to just you know. But I think somebody on tw- on the Facebook said the original looked a little bit like Mr. Hanky, and it kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> a little Hanky esque. Now, while the original looked like Mr. Hanky, the base coat of solid black looked decidedly more phallic from certain <laughs> colors in certain segments, like. <laughs> I was at the kitchen table painting and just having a conversation with Nicole and she looks over at me and kind of tilts her head to the side she goes huh I go yeah looks like a huge black dick she goes it really does well let's be fair an average sized black dick that's true that's true <laughs> with a giant bulbous head and, and Jackson 5 arms. comes out of it and wavy arms I think the Jackson 5 comes out of all of them <laughs> but it, it no it's one of those things that I'm like, legit very, very happy with how it comes out. Like, you know, 
Rarely does something come to life perfectly the way you wanted it to, and it's really neat. I like him a lot, and I wish I could find a few more and flip them shits on eBay. They should have made it like a uh, a reverse motion sensor, so that it's just fucking <laughs> dancing and singing when no one's in the room. But as soon as you walk in the room, it's like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That would actually be kind of rad. How do we know it doesn't do that? I know. Oh. It could be dancing down there for all I know right the fuck now. Who knows? Uh, finished Dead Space 3 over the weekend. Nicole looked at me uh, Saturday and said, oh, I'm tomorrow. I said, I want to finish Dead Space 3. That's what the fuck I want to do. And uh, it took a minute. It shouldn't have. It took about three times longer than it should have. Uh, but, I got, but I got it done. And it's, it's fun. I'm, I'm very happy to be put, uh, put that to rest, though, kind of move on. But I enjoyed the Dead Space trilogy. As it were, it was cool. You and my wife had similar weekend plans. She's getting ready to get off work on Friday. And she's like, man, I can't wait to just fucking play video games all weekend. <laughs> That's, you know, I knew I wasn't going to have that kind of luxury for like an all weekend thing. But I knew I was really close to the end of Dead Space. So I'm like, I just, I want to just carve this out a little time. I want to finish it. And so I want to just make that happen. And you know, like I said, it uh, took some doing. But we, well, we got it done. I was very excited about it. Um. Been training pretty hard uh, the past couple of weeks. I was a goddamn beast last night. Like it's one, I was doing well, um, scouting some tournaments, trying to find one that works uh, conducively. That we can kind of make a tournament happen in the next few months. Uh, the closest one is uh, the same day as the uh, Relay for Life Bark for Life event, wherein people can bring their dogs and uh, do laps to raise money for the Relay for Life for the American Cancer Society. And so I said, oh, my God, you're bringing Buster that, aren't you? She goes, of course, yeah. Buster's going to be a team captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to be able to handle Buster's the weight idea. of <laughs> Does Buster know what cancer is? Buster is a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but he's adorable. That makes it okay. I tell he's you gonna what. Be a, he's going to be outside. He's going to love it. When, when I was a young, fat kid... If I knew that in the future, everyone would be running for fun, doing charities, running, and doing these tough mutters or whatever, oh man, that sounds like an apocalyptic future to me. Fat little <laughs> nyes from middle school. Oh, yeah, right? Like, wait, 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 wait. And they pay. <laughs> yes! Pay <laughs> like, large sums of money pay, to like, run. Pay in. For the run, fuck. <laughs> Man, like, uh, I, I played football as a kid, and I liked football, but I fucking hated doing laps. Like, that that was, that killed the whole sport for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't think about it, but like, the conditioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't really I'm, care for that, you know. I'm a sprinter. <laughs> and not even Got a A lot good of that one. shit over the, the past couple of days, too. Lots of leading up to be plans this weekend. I swear to God, four people in a row like we didn't do anything. What big plans this weekend? I'm like, what the fuck? Why do you? Why do you care? Because I just the Super Bowl is so not even on my radar. I did not know what the fuck they were talking. <laughs> and then at work Monday, like, what you guys been doing yesterday? I'm like, I, I beat Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what. Why do you care? Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't really care about that. What the? Well, what you guys been doing this weekend, Nice? Did you give a fuck about the football? Oh football? yeah, yeah, we watched it. It, it was a, an exciting game with a controversial ending, a decent. Yeah, I hear there was like a fight. Oh, well, yeah, tell the, us about the fight. 
there was a fight. <laughs> you know, it was the end of the game. Both teams was wanted it like to go- Rob's. What if football was more like wrestling? Because that sounded like that's the first thing I thought of right away. No, no, it was it was your regular. You know, both teams want to win. One team realizes they're not going to win, so they start you know pushing and shoving. Wait, fighting is regular in football? No, I mean not regular, but you know, watch more football. You, know, you get towards the end of the game, and if it's close or if it's you know a blowout, you know uh, emotions get heated and they start pushing and shoving. They're not allowed to. It's against the rules. So it's some some unsportsmanlike conduct. Yes, yes, yes. True, true, true. That. Uh, man, the fucking commercials this year were such a drag. Every other commercial was just another reason to open up a vein. Did, <laughs> did you guys hear about this nationwide commercial? You I hit? saw people tweet about it. I have not seen it. Yeah, it's, that's. I saw. I just saw tweets. It's this little kid, and and this was the worst of the terrible, horrible, sad commercials that went on all night. Uh, there was a commercial about a deadbeat dad set to Cats in a Cradle. That's how fucking low-hanging fruit shit. this Super Bowl commercial, these Holy Super Bowl commercials shit. were. <laughs> but uh, this one commercial, this nationwide commercial, is this little kid, and he's like, you know, I'm never going to be able to drive a car. I'm never going to be able to get married, so on and so forth, because I died in an accident, and then they show a bunch of different ways a kid could die in a freak accident around the home. And like, what? Nationwide insurance, you know. Get insurance to, you know, get some money if your kid dies in a horrible accident. Because, or yeah. when your kid dies don't... in an accident. Yeah, wink, insurance wink. doesn't prevent accidents. No, no, no. It's not going to prevent it. Well, I mean, the, the, I guess they were trying to raise awareness for some of these preventable accidents. Because here, let me see if I can find the... Nationwide Super Bowl is on your side. All right, make safe happen. Hey, wait! Last wait! Wait! I'll never learn to ride a bike or get coolies. I'll never learn to fly or travel the world with my best friend. And I won't ever get married. There's an Optimus Prime in it, too. I couldn't grow up because I died from an accident. Holy fuck! Overfilled <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> uh, nationwide, we chemicals under the sink and a giant big screen TV that fell kids. over and smashed. Together, <laughs> we can make safe happen. Make safe happen. <laughs> no, but having nationwide insurance doesn't keep my TV from falling on my kid. No, but they're trying. Oh, but to, if they die, you get a payout. Oh, there's that. They're, I guess they're that's pretty rad. To, I guess it was less of a commercial and more of a public service announcement. And it says the number one cause of childhood deaths is preventable accidents. <laughs> yeah, the number one cause of childhood death is negligence. <laughs> 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 Fucking newsflash. The number three cause of childhood death is murdered by a Power Ranger. <laughs> So yeah, like that was the worst of the sad commercials, but it seemed like every Fucking commercial so. break, you were bracing yourself for the next downer. You know, I remember when Super Bowl commercials were like fun and funny. Like there was a Bud commercial where they made a a life-size live-action uh, Pac-Man game, and that was kind of cool, where the guy actually got to run through a Pac-Man maze. 
Yeah, because if anything wants to make you not aware of the realities of the situation, it's going to be those beer commercials. Yes. <laughs> One like, in the chat says, remember Bud Bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let the fucking good times roll on those beer commercials. Remember Spuds McKenzie? Oh, yeah. I fucking remember Spuds. Did you guys see the uh, new Jurassic World trailer? I did. No. That was, not a bad, it's not a bad time. Looks yeah, like fun. Looks good. Looks good. I didn't uh, see the... Uh, Age of Ultron, Age of Ultron commercial, but I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm blacking out those. Uh, so yeah, just hung out with Mary and my dad and watched the Super Bowl. We uh, made some wings beforehand, and it was a it was a relatively relaxing weekend. I love Good. when my wife says I'm going to play video games all weekend because that means I ain't got to do shit. I don't even have to take a shower if I don't want to. And if she's not playing on the Xbox, I can watch all the fucking garbage I want on on TV, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. At one point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. I'm not even high, but I'll watch it. Why not? And you know what? Watching that sober, there are some plot holes in Up in Smoke. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. I'm going to put that out there. But other than that, been uh, editing. Jose is... Not on the show tonight because he's finishing up the first special edition NYC video, which will be going live tomorrow. He had to come over on Friday to use the scanner for this uh, effect that he wanted to do. So all day Friday, I was at my desk working on a video and Jose was at Mary's desk working on his video. And it was like we had an office and we were working a real job. <laughs> he left for an hour to go have lunch with his girlfriend, and we fucking clocked out at 5 o'clock. <laughs> it there was, you go. It was sweet. It was like, I want an office space. That'd be great. Someday. Someday. But uh, other than that, alive, man. That that is about it for me. What's happening, Kelly? Well, did you watch football we- or did you beat Dead Space? I didn't do either of those things. I uh, well, Sunday we got hit with a snowstorm, so that was rad. Oh yeah, well, fuck snow. I moved. But, um, you can move, man. You can move. I can move. Yeah, I watched instead of watching the Super Bowl, I watched that day's uh, New Japan show. Oh, Guys, yeah. I, I I am loving New Japan World. And apparently, New Japan World is doing February for free. I think so, but I don't know Japanese well enough to tell you if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Because, boy, signing up for that service is not not scary. <laughs> because you're, you're, like, you can translate the page well enough, but there's still some buttons that don't translate. And you're kind of just hoping it does what you want it to do when you, when you press it. You click but I know on the it. payment went through, and I can use it, so it all works. You click on a button, and it charges your credit card $69.95 for a gross <laughs> of uh, schoolgirl panties. No, <laughs> I, I do like the price point of nine ninety nine yen. Nine translates, which uh, works out to about eight fifty. Wow, so it's cheaper than the WWE I Network. Yen was more like pesos, where you have to have like a shitload of yen to equal a dollar. But I guess not. Yeah, no, the conversion rate's garbage right now. Trust me. <laughs> but hey, we got two dollar gasoline, so fuck you, Japan. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched that on Sunday, and then had snow I shoveled. I didn't really do anything interesting, because I didn't know I'd be on the podcast to talk about it. 
Yeah, I think that's about it. I, I appreciate yeah, I, I, the idea that you build and, and shape your, your, your uh, off time around whether or not you'll be on the show. I appreciate well, that. If I know I'm going to be on the show, I try and do interesting things, but I, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. Oh, wait. Ooh, ooh, I thought of something. Nice. Watched a weird fucking movie uh, called House. Uh, someone gave it to me for Christmas this year. Like from the 80s? House? It's from, it's, I think it's a late 70s Japanese horror movie. Okay, this is not the same house that I've seen. Okay, go ahead. It's fucking weird. There's So there's six girls, and they go to one girl whose name is Gorgeous. They go to her aunt's house for like a trip over the summer. And it turns out Gorgeous's aunt is a witch, and they don't know that. And uh, actually, no, maybe she's a ghost. Ghost witch. Let's go with ghost witch. <laughs> and she just starts systematically killing them off one by one. All right. And like, it's weirdly graphic, but also it seems like you could give this movie to a child and they would be okay with it. I mean, there's there's probably too much bleeding furniture, but I think kids would have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell my kids a chicken? My kid can handle it. My kid's hardcore. Yeah. I mean, I did watch a piano eat a girl. That was pretty cool. So is it like maybe, like, would you equate it perhaps to Ghostbusters? No. there is some creepy shit in Ghostbusters. But yeah, still, actually, you know. yeah, you're right. Maybe it is closer to a Ghostbusters. Because, I mean, there's the piano that eats people. There's... A point when a girl just disappears, and at one point they had left a watermelon down a well to cool it, and they br- try to bring up the watermelon, and it's just this girl's severed head, which then starts flying around and trying to bite people. That sounds um, worse than Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> and then it then it vomits blood a little bit before it falls back into the uh, well. Uh, that re- it reminds me, I was editing today, and I'm wor- I was working on a clip, and it had a Ghostbuster cosplay in it, and the name of the clip, I named it Ghostbuster, and I wanted to fuck with some effects, but I didn't want to fuck up the original clip, so I duplicated it, and the new file name was Ghostbuster 2. <laughs> uh, tickled me. I will say the names of this girls in this movie are bizarre. There's Gorgeous. There's Mac, who is named because she likes to eat. So they named her Mac for stomach. Oh. Uh, there's a girl whose name is just straight up Kung Fu, and she likes to do Kung Fu. All right. It's all very literal. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either very literal or this guy's like the, was the Japanese version of Zack Snyder before Zack Snyder was a thing. Holy shit! Yeah, I could. It's I could see where Sucker Punch got some shit from. It, it just just hearing about it, like there does seem to be a uh, certain similarity. Oh man, you guys, yeah. I love Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch <laughs> is a fun time with the movie. I do like Sucker Punch. Whoa, three people at once that like Sucker Punch. <laughs> this might be a first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of the theaters that showed it had three people that liked it at once. <laughs> And, and one in the chat. I, I love Sucker Punch. Fucking hate Man of Steel. That's because Man of Steel is a fucking drag. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> those are two wildly different movies, though. Yeah, one is fun. One's a goddamn drag. See, I like Man of Steel. <laughs> That's a goddamn drag. We did not go three for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucked up the curve. 
Did what else is Snyder's done Watchmen too? Right? Watchmen. I, I love the Watchmen movie. The Love Watchmen. Dawn of the I Dead still remake. Seen it. Really? Haven't you Watchmen? No, I. Huh. I didn't want to see it when it came out because I just read the book and I was like, this can't be translated well. I, I just never saw it. Yeah, I think it's good. I like. I I would much rather sit down and watch the movie than read the book. Agreed. Because it doesn't seem quite even like that. Uh. That really cool extended edition they put on Blu-ray, which I like. I bought that. I like that quite a bit. Um, as long as that motherfucker is, I still think it's easier to get through than that dense ass <laughs> book. And I like the book quite a lot. I'm not talking shit about the book. I just think the uh, movie's a more enjoyable, uh, easier experience. That that book is dense. That is a thing that I don't need to read. Like within, I can read it once in five years and be good. It felt like homework. <laughs> yeah. I loaned it to a friend because he had to read it for a class once. <laughs> it was homework for for him. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. It could be class uh, homework for sure. For sure. Oh, let's see. Fuck. What else? I don't think we have a whole. Uh, we have no mail this week. Looks like. Oh, uh, boo! Yeah, you all. Y'all, boo, you guys. You guys all ruined of you it. Population. Yeah. You. It's, who, who? 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 Who shit the bed on this? We email us, man. Email us. Popcast at panelsonpages.com or leave us a voicemail 616-951-1-POP. You know what? I blame the fucking uh, I blame the foosballs. I blame the, I blame the football. And Vault of Xtoff was blowing up our Twitters all weekend because he finally Jesus got to Christ. listen to the episode where he sent in the voicemail about eating cum off of an old woman's face. Well, she was only 45. And he didn't even call to you know update <laughs> us on that. That's what he did, right? He ate his own cum off of... Oh, that's yeah, he what he that. did. Yeah. <clears throat> no, no. I remember that episode. Yeah, yes. One in the chat says body, 45 is not old. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vaults is like 20-something, Juan. So 45 is old. I'm going to say when he said old, I was expecting late 50s. Well, he said, he said a MILF. Or did he say a cougar? I thought he said it. I thought it was a gilf. Like I thought that's. The oh, he girl. did say maybe it was a gilf. He may have said yeah, gilf. <laughs> yeah. Very body gilf. Jesus Christ. Oh man. See, so, yeah, let's uh, let's move right through this. Should take us a break then? Why don't we? Why not? Right. Break. We'll come back and do the news comic books, and this one may this may be the shortest show we've had in quite a while. This podcast is gonna be like shit through a goose. My be my more adventures when I'm gonna be on here. Let's <laughs> 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 take a break. Back in a minute. Maybe bye. Break. It's more or less a word heard up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Yo, let your birds the time on your watch. Five o'clock, we all up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Yo, bird, yo, let what's the time on your watch? Five o'clock, we melt minds like Spock, bubbling like Coronas when a lime is dropped. In the wild, making noise like when pines get chopped. Moving heads like ladies who's behind the hot design to rock. Side with props, send an affidavit stating we define the spot. So why not? 
string on the next hype bringer. We take him out the ring like your ex-wife's finger. Bigger pain in the ass and having bed bugs. I'm itching to get in the track so cats forget some. Lukewarm radio pap that's taking your cap for thinking as a flat Stetson. Shallow, proceed with showtime at the gallows. To gallow, you roast like pig or clock battles. Metallo, don't keep your comics round me. True reader for real. Ask word Bergie. It's more word bird up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Get your left, yo, bird. What's the time on your watch? Five o'clock. We all up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Yo, bird. Yo, left. What's the time on your watch? Five o'clock. Greenwich Mean Top Notch Digital. Way kids talk, sweet slop songs pitiful. Gag me with spoon bark, not minimal. Claggy and six two, all y'all syllables. Stay simple for the sake of sibyl and syllabus for the semi and serious motherfucker. I rhyme. Keep it bumping like a big building is building it with the burden the business you bridesmaids aren't brides. We're married to the flow. Halifax to Orlando, run the millennium like Han Orlando. Is that word burger? Yeah, you know it's fam, and I'm down with sharing like Lois and Graham. God damn, spread new dope rhymes all over the streets like. Ed 209, then we take it national like Peter Man's Bridge and eat all the food in your grand's fridge. Now, now, but right now, check, check in your watch. Never ask me what time it is. When is it? Now, now, but right now, it takes more than rhymes to rock this. When is it? Now, now, but right now, check, check in your watch. Never ask me what time it is. When is it? Now, now, but right now, it takes more than rhymes to rock this. Fresh kills, it's lightning on broken. Be Tamatam like the son of Odin. The super villains, forget Loki and Red Skull. We leave you more blue than a depressed Red Hull. Hull breach to your ego, see no evil. Peanuts like bald people feeding beagles. You'll be needing needles for your DJ to scratch this. Never sell out, but we're always on the backlist. Gotta re up before we get torrented. Haters gonna hate, but it's really unwarranted. Yo, you want some more of this? Good. We knew there was a reason we came up to your hood to rock it nonstop. Keep it hot on stage and we do it big. Time like the clock on play. It's more or less a word bird up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Get your left, your bird. What's the time on your watch? Five o'clock. We all up in the spot with the speakers turned on and the mics are hot. We got people in the place who came to rock. Yo, bird. Yo, less. What's the time on your watch? When is it? Not now, but right now. Check, check in your watch. Never ask me what time it is. When is it? Not now, but right now. Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. 
t-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool t-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Rip.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I just had an idea. Do it. <laughs> we should make some uh, polls on the site about who's going to rail storm. <laughs> you really should. You really should. <laughs> I, okay. Mahoney, I, I forget what the actual Comics Alliance post was. They've last done week. a whole bunch of them, is the thing. And like, it's Ma- really weird. Mahoney just went on a tear uh, retweeting fake stories from Comics Alliance. And then Kelly does one tonight. He retweet, retweeted an actual one. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. This is oh, no, no, no. One. The one that Mahoney did was, uh, it was, can Batman beat a pro wrestler in his element? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Well, the actual one from Comics Alliance today that Kelly retweeted was, who should she all hook up with in her last days? And Mahoney responded... Poll, <laughs> who should Daredevil finger bang as part of his Black History Month celebration? <laughs> the answer is Cage. I laughed so hard. <laughs> so hard. Love Mahoney. I wonder if they've blocked him yet. <laughs> I don't know. They're not the Mary Sue. They might not have. Uh, they ain't far <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And that's a, that's the weirdest thing because Comics Alliance doesn't. I don't. I don't expect them to post things about who should bang yes, She-Hulk. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they that's, did one for. Uh, they really did one for Magneto too. Before that. Before that was Magneto. Really? The fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where they're going with this last day's biz. It's like, uh, whose dick should get wet and how? <laughs> I wonder if like the people that own their site was just like, hey. Uh, we need more uh, stuff about people, people banging. Well, we need to did, make some new posts. They did just change editor in chief, so who knows? Hey, we heard about this great artist, 3D Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do some uh, features about him. <laughs> Enough for nothing, but I have not read those articles. So I mean, maybe this is shitty headlines, but I doubt it. No, I looked oh, at it; it was dumb. Comics okay. Alliance, the kings and queens of shitty headlines remember when they said that mark miller thinks rape is okay <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that is basically what the headline said uh not what he said but it's what the headline said mark miller says rape yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, i'm my, my name i'm not 3d lucas or nothing i'm your editor but say i want to draw a picture of the human torch Using someone's butt to extinguish his flame <laughs> on his wiener. <laughs> and could you write me an article to go along with that picture? Oh, the triumphant Do it or you're fired. <laughs> I really kind of want to get three Lucas on the show. <laughs> <laughs> We've got him right here. That's true. That's true. The real it can't possibly be better than the real the thing. The real 3D Lucas would be a horrible disappointment. There's no way he wouldn't be. There's no way Guys, he wouldn't don't, be. Guys, don't forget Jesus Charlie. 
Oh, that's awesome. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the fucking news. We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February third, two thousand fifteen. Fucking thing sucks. For the first time in over sixty-five years, Superman has a new power. Releasing tomorrow, Superman number thirty-eight, written by Jeff Johns with art by John Romita, features the finale of the Men of Tomorrow arc, a new costume for the Man of Steel, and Kal El's new power. Super Flare, which we can only assume means that queen can work it on the runway. <laughs> Not to be outdone by Superman's new prote- new propensity for flair, but Scott Snyder's propensity origin for, for the new 52 Joker has been revealed. The Clown Prince of Crime has apparently been the Batman's main foil for so long because a radioactive meteorite has rendered him immortal. And that begs the question... Why couldn't there have been a radioactive meteorite in Heath Ledger's apartment? Oh, Marvel's AKA Jessica Jones has added two more cast members. First, Rachel Taylor as Trish Walker, the alter ego of Hellcat, and the Matrix School, the Matrix's Carrie Ann Moss in an unannounced role. Uh, apparently, Mike Coulter, in character as Luke Cage, asked, "Where are all the white women at?" And they said, <laughs> "Here." Apparently, Hawkeye himself, Jeremy Renner, is doing his best to avoid spoilers for Avengers Age of Ultron, a movie in which he co-stars. <laughs> this led to many awkward moments on set when Renner would plug his ears and run off while screaming, la 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 la. <laughs> the Patriots defeated the Seahawks in Super Bowl forty-nine this past Sunday, which All means right. Captain America actor Chris <laughs> Evans won the bet against Star-Lord actor Chris Pratt. In a showing of how both how super both actors are, they'll not only be visiting Christopher's Haven in Boston in costume, but those loser kids at Seattle's Children's Hospital, too. Aww. And finally, Ricardo Median Jr., who portrayed the Red Ranger on Power Rangers Wild Force, killed his roommate, <laughs> Joshua Sutter, on Saturday with a sword... Yeah. And then went to Phoenix on Sunday to pilot the Lions or Katy Perry Road in the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> and that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February 3rd, 2015. Wow. Infotainment. I'd like to note that we all just heard the moment where Lee first heard who won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a little bit. bit. All right, all right. (laughs) All right, first story is Superman's new power, Super Flare, which will debut tomorrow in Superman number 38, written by Jeff Johns. Uh, Quickly, Dragon Ball Z's Goku was originally, and Dragon Ball, for that matter as well, was um, conceptualized as a Superman analog. He is the you mm-hmm. know last son of an alien race. Goes to Earth, is raised, you know, has godlike powers. One of those moves, a super flare. Yeah. So now Superman has one of Goku's moves. After Goku has a shitload of Superman's moves. <laughs> uh, cool. The the coolest thing to come out of this is the little infographic that gives 
you know, yeah, all that's Superman's neat, yeah. powers. And when they debuted, we got Super Speed and Super Strength debuted in 1938. Super Hearing, X-Ray Vision, and Invulnerability in 1939. Flight in 1941 and Heat Vision in 1949. Jump ahead 65 years and we get Super Flare. Wasn't he? I, I feel like he had some limited like mind control back in the 30s, too. What yeah, about- I like how they're just ignoring all the insane superpowers <laughs> he had in the 60s and when he was able to split and be red and blue. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, electric Superman. Yeah, yeah, really not the first power he's had in 65 yeah. years. <laughs> and also, hey, if we're doing the new 52 stuff, it says uh, Superman's first appearance was in Justice League number one in, uh, what was that, 2011. So I don't know how they're getting 65 <laughs> years out of these past... Three years, like four years or so. I don't, I don't get that. Which is only like six years of story time as well. So yeah, like where are all these sixty-five years of comics? I've never heard of these. Oh, catty bitch, Kelly, catty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they also showed images of Superman's new costume, and I don't see the difference. All I see is that horrible, <laughs> awful John Romita Jr. artwork. I think it has less of those like pipey lines. I think maybe it doesn't have his pants. There's, there's no red underwear. But well, he, as he, he never had pants fi- in the new Fifty Two, right? The new Fifty Two no, never he, had he, the red he underwear. He always just had the weird belt. The belt that holds up nothing. <laughs> you just got a belt. Just just chilling with a belt for no reason. Thanks, Jim Lee. Good, 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 good on you. Um, you know, I'm not gonna read this because it's Superman. See, well, I have yeah. been reading this run, and I uh, actually really—I've I, actually really enjoyed it so far. I like Jeff Johns quite a bit, um, but I don't like Superman very much. Like, I read Superman Unchained because I really like Zack Snyder and Jim Lee, and together I want to read what they were doing. And oh, I, I heard I, that was poop. I kind of liked it. <laughs> I, I kind of liked it. It was all right. Poop. Um, that said, <laughs> for as much as I do kind of like Jeff Johns, not a huge Johnny Meade Jr. fan these days. So he has his moments, but yeah. Like, that art style worked for me for Kick-Ass, but for nothing else. So I feel like when he was doing Spider-Man back when I first yeah, started I looking into it, I loved it. Yeah. But I feel like it's actually taken a weird step backward. Well, that happens with age sometimes with some artists. Sure, but like, like this, the, the, the fucking the variant cover they show, which I guess is supposed to be the debut of the, super, the new costume... This is my impression of Superman in that the cover. Ready? Yeah! <laughs> like that, that's the face he's making. Let's talk about that awful cover. Like, what's with the fucking new power font? Like, that just looks like someone photoshopped that in for a Comics Alliance headline. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of Superman's powers would you fuck? <laughs> for the last days. <laughs> Yo, not for nothing it'd be really cool to fuck in space when he'd be flying I mean where where is uh, Ken fucking space on that chart <laughs> man it's anywhere Superman he can fly he's super you know, we might not talk about it but we all know it's there yeah you know sometimes it's the powers you don't talk about that are the most important ones you'll see uh, your brown area of the moon and the blue area of the moon he's fast in the speed of moon. oh fuck that's a Marvel thing damn it what we got next? <laughs> uh, next up is the Joker's new 52 origin has been revealed. 
And apparently the Joker has been around predating Gotham because he had contact with the same type of uh, radioactive meteorite that also made Vandal Savage and Ra's al Ghul immortal. So uh, the Joker is also immortal, but his immortality only kicks in when Batman beats the piss out of him. I can't decide if I hate this or not. I'm... I'm oddly into it. If it's true, I'm, I'm kind of into it. I like it because it's it it feels like Pennywise. How he's yes. just this fucking this demon that has and, lasted for centuries. And that's one of the things that they they showed like before the kind of reveal came today is that like Gordon was looking at some photo like it was the, the you know someone said them about the hospital that where James was born at or whatever. And there was some horrible tragedy that happened there the same night that he was born. Like, you know, a bunch of kids died mysteriously or something. And he looked at this, you know, this old newspaper clipping and he sees kind of like what looks like the Joker smile in the background. And they found like, you know, these other old ass photos online and stuff that look like the Joker's there. Like, you know, fucking. Oh, yeah. That sounds old, like very Pennywise like type Stephen, shit, you know? Stephen King's it. Absolutely. Very much, you know. Of course, he wasn't white skinned because he wasn't, you know, dumped in the acid yet or whatever. But like, you know, the idea that he's been around for a long time. I'm kind of into, and, and the fact that, like, you know, the 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 regenerative nature of whatever is in him kicks in, like, in moments of extreme stress, like, that's kind of why it would go a little ways to explain why he's so wildly different over the years. Like, you know, why every time we see the Joker, he's sometimes a little bit different. He's never yeah. the same way twice, and you know? And how he can, like, survive having his face peeled off and... and... And how he goes from, like, being cool and calculated to being, like, a rambling lunatic, like... I don't know, I kind of like it, but at the same time, I feel like they're being fairly ambiguous about it. Mm-hmm. Like Batman refuses to believe it. Now, it now he does Joker does know who Batman is. I hate that. Like he flat out called him Bruce in the last issue and I and, and something that that's definitely a game changer for sure. I hate that so much. <laughs> it, I don't love it. I don't love that part of it. Just because it just it changes, it it stacks the deck in a really weird way that I don't necessarily love. I was more okay with this until the news story came out where DC said, "Hey, this is what's happening," because now this is what's happening. Before I thought it's like, okay, in the end we're gonna find. Is it true? Is it not? We don't know. Joker is a crazy liar, and the only person that really confirmed this for us was just a crazy guy from Arkham. So at the, like then it was really ambiguous, but now with them like confirming, oh, this is what's happening in the various comics news outlets. What, what do you mean? Me like, seems... like I, what part of that they're confirming? The part where he knows, or the part where he's immortal? Didn't the in the uh, news stories they said didn't they confirm that he's immortal now? No. I mean, I think no. that's, that's the implication. But even Scott Snyder, like an interview I read these around, was like, you know, we're kind of leaving it open ended. You okay. Know, at least as of right now, you know. So, uh, and and the, the Batman will not believe it. But I, I do like the motivation that the Joker has here being, you know, when we saw him in Death of the Family, like he was trying to build this court and try like, you know, to present this perfect Gotham where, you know, you know Batman's going to be the Bat King or whatever. And then for his troubles, Batman kicked him off a fucking cliff. And so he comes back and he's just out for blood this time. And that's really interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I'm way into this story. It's really creepy. Yeah, I think it that really I, lends itself to the whole 
Batman doesn't kill thing. Because even if Batman doesn't kill, you would think if he got his hands around the Joker's neck, he might go a little far once. And oops, the Joker's dead. But the fact that he's fucking immortal means he could just keep punching him. <laughs> and he come and you know, and next time he might come back a little bit different, you know? And yeah. and like is he more fucked up? Like I, I don't know. I'm 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 way into this idea. But See, I, I, I was, don't think that they're ever gonna flat out say yes, because you know, he is the Joker and he is full of shit, you know. But yeah. I I think as far as him knowing that he's Bruce Wayne, that I think is definitely out there. Ooh, what if yeah. it, what if it is a ruse, and the Joker is telling he he told the, he, Batman this. Batman knows this. Yeah, he he, uh, he called Batman Bruce. Okay. Yeah. So what if it is a ruse to get Batman to punch him to death, and to break his no killing rule? Yeah, I'd be so into that. But there's that a there's book. a bit where and this newest issue. Uh, you know, the whole city is going crazy with this virus that Joker has spread spread out. And it's basically an inversion of the shit that keeps him alive, quote-unquote, forever, which is kind of crazy. So, like, there's this... Everyone's going crazy. There's, like, cellular decay. They're all going to be dead in a matter of hours. And Batman's kind of, you know, on the comm with uh, Dick, trying to, you know, talk, and talk through stuff. And he says, you know, and also, like, you know, he knows. And Dick says, oh, he knows what? He goes, he knows. He knows who I am. And Dick just goes, well, then it's over. You know, then, then this is over. There's no, then, then we're done. There's no way out for this. You know, I, I guess the, the, we're gonna we're gonna pack this shit up. You know, and he says, no, I mean, no, there's gonna be a way through this. And he says, look, I'm the eternal optimist here, but you know, that's this is an end game. Like we're finished. Like there's no way we can continue doing what we do if he knows who the fuck we are. <laughs> because he's really fucking scary in this story, you guys. I, I I love it. I'm all about it. I think what I don't like about the potential of him being immortal is. To me, it seems it makes his like, almost relationship with Batman less significant to me. See, I don't think so. I, I think it makes it a little more so because if he truly is immortal and if he truly has been this like agent of chaos for however many hundreds of years and he's been getting away with it and then along comes Batman to like fuck up his streak, I think that's pretty interesting. See, I, I like the Joker more as a reaction to Batman. True. Uh, yeah, see, but the, I think the Red Hood kind of fucks that up to a degree. Yeah, like I mean, he's he's Red Hood, and up doing this thing. And Grant, the new Fifty Two Red Hood is a bit more involved than like you know pre Fifty Two Red Hood, and where he was just kind of a patsy that puts on the fucking helmet one night and his life goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Versus New Fifty Two, where he was like the leader of a gang who kind of got what was coming to him and became the Joker. If that was even the Joker. I mean, I, we guess we don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I, someone pointed that out to me recently, and I didn't even realize. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that was probably the Joker in that, in that bit. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I, I'm interested to see what they happen next. And, uh, I mean, I, people, some folks have turned on uh, Snyder's Batman. I'm way fucking into it. I'm, I'm digging it a lot. I, I turned on it way early. <laughs> I hated the end of uh, I hated the end of Death in the Family. I hated the end of the Owl story. Uh, Zerier had a crappy middle. Ended good though. It's a uh, another uh, wrinkle to this whole immortality thing. Is Snyder implies that it's also what 
gives the owls and uh, the talons their Im- immortality. Or a part of it, at least. Like right. It's derived from kind of the same shit. And he ties it in, like you said, the Vandal Savage and Ra's al Ghul a little bit, too. Like, it's, 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 it's neat, you know? And then the notion that, yeah, that if this is the case, if this was happening, if it's always been in him, that he's so brazen about it this time, as opposed to just kind of quietly, you know, coming back, you know, he takes an axe to the chest in the last issue and then stands up in the fire and plants one in Gordon. Like, I don't know. I'm into it. I, I, I'm very anxious to see what happens next. Speaking of next, cool. a.k.a. Jessica Jones has cast Rachel Taylor as Trish Walker, who is the alter ego of Hellcat. Whether or not we'll get Hellcat uh, remains to be seen. Uh, Rachel Taylor... You might know Lee as the sexy Australian hacker from Transformers. That's 1. where her. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I was trying to like. Why do I know her face? <laughs> she was also on that six 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 Park Avenue. Um, a couple other pieces of shit. I'm sure. <laughs> what else was she in? Yeah, 2007's Transformers. She was in Charlie's Angels. Oh, the Charlie's Angels TV reboot. Guess oh, they did I forgot that? about that. Yeah, that was that was a brief thing. Oh, yeah. And she co-starred in the Man Thing TV movie in 2005. I never saw that Man Thing movie. I really want to though. It was it was okay. Like it wasn't bad enough to be a must-see thing and it wasn't good enough to be to see it more than once. It was kind of disappointing. I have no uh, dog in the fight as far as Hellcat goes, but I love the fact that it's essentially, okay, we're doing this show called Jessica Jones, but it's just going to be a vehicle for us to add more and more Marvel characters to this universe. Just like, you know, Captain America Civil War, it's not going to be a Captain America movie. It's going to be a fucking Avengers movie, essentially. I think it's cool. I think it's... it's playing with the toys in the toy box man yeah. doing that thing mm-hmm. that they're doing with shield a little bit more now you know that's we also they should have been doing it with shield from the beginning and they should have and and why not like you're not going to save hellcat for a hellcat standalone movie no so get her in there and then maybe hellcat can show up in an avengers movies at some yeah. point there's a reason like not all these characters have their own fucking comic books <laughs> you know what i mean but like but but they have you know they add to the tapestry you know i'm i'm way into it that's uh, you bring up an interesting point cuz i was reading an article about uh you know david nepp who wrote the original spider-man movie was talking about what he would do to fix the current spider-man movie universe and he made some comment about yeah you know like black black cat needs her own movie and i'm like eh, no, she doesn't. <laughs> black cat needs her own movie like when was the last black cat solo comic book series ever hell if i know probably there was at, a mini series like five six years ago right she so was like, in like the Heroes for Hire shit during Civil War? Like, y- yes. People yeah. joke yes, about Ant Man having his own movie, but Black Cat, are, are we, we just want a Black Cat movie so it's a female led superhero movie? I think that's a wrong way to go about it. There's just not enough meat on that bone. No, 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 no. no. B- 
Black Cat exists as a Spider-Man supporting character. An excellent Spider-Man supporting sure, character. Sure, yeah. But, you know, not going to carry a movie. Bl- uh, like, Black Cat is by no means Catwoman. And even Catwoman shouldn't have had that standalone movie. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. Oh, and then the other casting news for AKA Jessica Jones is Carrie Ann Moss from the Matrix movies, uh, who is just a handsome woman. Um, at my first thought was, uh, just my initial instinct was Spider Woman, and then I thought, well, I guess she's kind of dark-haired and wafy. I guess she could be Kristen Ritter's mom. And then Juan in the chat says Dakota North. Yes, who, who is Dakota see- North? Uh, yeah, she was that. a private eye who she had her own series at one point in the early 80s I think it was yeah and then, and then she Daredevil showed up as Daredevil. a side care as a supporting cast member in Daredevil in the Brubaker run Why yeah not? I can see that uh, I also thought either they if they won't call her Spider-Woman she could be Jessica Drew I thought that too yeah because I may not be able to call her Spider-Woman I don't know I don't know what the rule is on that it's got to be some sort of Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver ruling on on Spider Woman. Yeah, you'd think so because, you know, she's really not tied to Spider Man at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Carrie Moss. Uh, she's a handsome woman. She is. She is. <laughs> uh, and Remember how good the Matrix was, you guys. The first Matrix, yeah. I even I really enjoyed the second one. Yeah, but. My enjoyment of the second one was kind of contingent on the third one. Oh, and that third one was dog shit. <laughs> well, it wasn't bad until it just got real bad. <laughs> Which was, I guess, pretty early now to think about it. I've never actually seen any of the Matrix movies. The Matrix is really good, dude. Like, I've seen the trailers and they don't look interesting to me <laughs> out of your fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> i walked out of the matrix and i was like man if that was me i would take the go back to sleep pill <laughs> i want to eat steak with uh joey pants i don't want to fucking eat gruel in uh a shitty ass sweater <laughs> You would understand yeah. this if you saw the movie, Kelly. Yeah, definitely is kind of a raw deal. <laughs> but man, they're they're fucking chugging along with these Netflix series. The teaser for the teaser trailer for Daredevil came out today, and the full trailer should be out tomorrow. So that's teaser awesome. Teaser for the teaser. Fuck you. Fifteen <laughs> seconds and ten seconds of it is just branding. Hey, I I'm coming around on the teaser for the teaser because it at least let you know it's coming and it's not a surprise it, it lets you know that a trailer is on its way sorry yeah <laughs> you don't agree i really wanted to take the day off uh turns out i can't oh i was like fuck it, i'm gonna take the whole goddamn day off i'm gonna just watch netflix and no 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 fucking kids running around ruining my shit nope can't do it I uh, don't have the time. I got to. I'm saying I got to use that time for C2E2, which granted will be a good time. You know that's fine, but man, that I want to veg out and watch nothing. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Daredevil all day. 
It's going to be okay. But, man, would have been rad. There's certain things where it's like, I wish we could do things as a group. Like, see Age of Ultron as a group. I would love to be in the room with Lee watching <laughs> 11 hours of Daredevil. <laughs> oh, oh, my cub runneth over. <laughs> runneth, I tell you. Runneth. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, look out for a Daredevil trailer tomorrow. Uh, the next story is Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye. This is adorable. Uh, <laughs> does his best to not be spoiled by marketing for Age of Ultron, you know, because he only saw what was in the script, and he only so- saw the parts that he shot, and you know, obviously on set, you don't get to see any of the final. CGI for Ultron or the final CGI for Vision. So he's avoiding trailers and promo images as much as he can, just like us. He's like us, you guys. <laughs> so that when he finally sees Age of Ultron on the big screen, he's he's surprised. He he gets that he gets to have that fan moment. Uh which is again adorable. That, I I'm in I'm into that idea. They're just they're just like people. <laughs> <laughs> the quote Shockingly is like people. Uh, I haven't seen the vision. I kind of keep my head turned away from all of that so I can be surprised when I see the movie. Obviously, I saw Paul Bettany in person as the character, but then they do the visual effects and all that sort of stuff. It will be a surprise to everybody in the movie. Ultron as well as vision because those characters will, were so much generated stuff. Oh, so much generated stuff, you guys. Oh, and then, so much stuff. And then Marvel's Avenger Age of Ultron TV spot one is right underneath it. <laughs> That's kind uh. of mixed messages. <laughs> Jeremy Renner doesn't want to be spoiled. Here, spoil yourself. I mean, we're not, not going to make you watch, but, but, but it's right here. But it's there. Don't you want to see it? <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite avoiding trailer memories was 2008. Went to see the Get Smart remake in theaters the steve carell and hathaway movie oh i saw that oh i love I like that, that movie. movie i thought it was great that movie i do like that movie a lot and the trailers start up and i hadn't seen anything from dark knight yet and i uh i see the warner brothers logo and i think it was in like a silvery whatever and i started to hear uh, tones of the uh han zimmer batman theme and I'm like, oh, nope. I fucking got up and I left the theater. <laughs> I said, peace the fuck out. And I managed to go, go into the Dark Knight not having seen a frame of footage. No shit. No shit. Fucking good for you. It's the greatest accomplishment of my life. <laughs> that, would, that would have to be up there. <laughs> All right. The other people in the theater were just thinking, that guy really hates Hans Zimmer. I don't get it. <laughs> I just imagine, like, somebody just tell me to win a Dover, okay? <laughs> uh, so last week we talked about the bet between Chris Pratt and Chris Evans over the Super Bowl. And, you know, if New England won, Chris Pratt had to go to uh, Massachusetts and visit Christopher's, Christopher's Haven. It's a children's cancer center. And if the Seahawks won, uh, Chris Evans in costume, had to go to Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, the Patriots won, so Chris Evans won the bet, but they said publicly, we're, we're both going to both places, so fucking get ready for some Captain America Star-Lord action, you sick fucking kids. 
Can we get Star-Lord to go to Lee's house to explain to Zoe what cancer is? <laughs> you know what? Somebody's got to do it. Hey, Star-Lord <laughs> would know, wouldn't he? It's true. It's true. I just said that. Is that shit like is that shit Star-Lord's mom died from? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's great. Yeah, so they're Great. they're gonna go to Christopher's Haven in Boston. They're gonna go to the Seattle Children's Hospital, and they're gonna say, "Fuck you, SF Bat Kid! You get none of this." That's really cool, though. That's and then awesome. pick him up, spike him like a football, <laughs> <laughs> yell Marvel for life. <laughs> the two sweet on the forehead. <laughs> billion dollars, a billion dollars. <laughs> So, just a little follow-up to our feel-good story from last week. And that is a feel-good story. That is a straight-up feel-good story. Speaking of the opposite of a feel-good story, I mean, depending on where you look, I mean, <laughs> the good guy won in this, apparently. But uh, Ricardo Medin Jr., who was the Red Ranger on Power Rangers Wild Force. Yeah, uh, and he also, um, I watched... Um, just because I was so... I've not seen an episode, a fucking frame of Wild Force... But I saw a good chunk of the samurai show just because I got so enamored with those toys. And he played uh, Decker, one of the villains ah, in that. So he was on the samurai show. I thought th- that's what I had heard. But then I read this story and it said Wild Force. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing that he wasn't on the samurai show. Now he was the Red Ranger in Samurai and, uh, and Wild Force would play the villain Decker in, Sa- in Samurai. And Decker, no bullshit, can't make this up, was very much obsessed with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that so was his whole fucking jam. He wasn't a ranger. No, he was one of the villains in All that right. in that show. Yeah, but he yeah, was a ranger was, in another show. The, yeah, in another show, he was a red ranger, which the, I don't think that's ever happened before. Like someone actually taking two different roles like that. The image that they use in all of the articles is him as a, as Decker, I assume, just holding a sword at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's him. Yeah, that that's that's the shot right there. That's that's his fucking sword. So, which uh, is a pretty ball and sword if you saw it on the show. It's pretty cool. He was arrested on Saturday for allegedly killing his roommate with a sword. Uh, and the story has been update, updated. He will not be charged in the fatal state. Oh, shit. Um, I forgot. He had something like a million dollar bail. Yeah. Uh, he will not be charged in the fatal stabbing of his roommate. He's He has been let out. Uh Ricardo Medina Jr. and his roommate Joshua Sutter got into a fight in their apartment. Medina and his girlfriend entered his bedroom and shut the door behind them. Sutter then forced the bedroom door open, according to authorities, and this is when the stabbing occurred. So, self-defense, motherfuckers. Yeah, and again, this is the internet, okay? Because this morning it was fucking Power Ranger guy stabbed his roommate with a sword. And that's true. (laughs) It is It is true. And being held in jail, and then it's like, oh, but because he was storming into his room with his girlfriend was that too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, would you want the story to be he's a crazed murderer? No, but that's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone made it out to be when this yeah, first for happened. Sure. This just in, Red Power Ranger thinks rape. Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was, you know, that was definitely the vibe. Um, I'm actually happy to know this guy is not a fucking sword-wielding maniac, but instead has his shit together and can defend his lady with a sword if need yeah, be. Yeah, just fucking ran that dude through. You know, I think I, the moral of the story is don't start shit with a Power Ranger. I love the line from this SourceFed art article. 
Uh, Medina allegedly got into a fight with Joshua Sutter, his roommate, after they were arguing about whatever ex-Power Rangers argue with other people about. (laughs) Uh, Hey. Don't fuck with a man with a sword. Don't try forcing your way into his bedroom if you know he's got a sword in there. Yeah, not for nothing, but like all those Power Ranger people, they all are a great athletes and martial artists. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of one of the fucking parts you have to have on your resume. You got to be at least a little. Acting, nowhere near as important as being a bit of a badass. <laughs> Jesus didn't tap. Did not tap. Did not tap. <laughs> not one time. And that's the. News. I can officially say I have tapped more times than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good for that guy, defending this lady with a goddamn sword. I hope it was the sword from the show. I hope they were like, you know what, man, just keep this. You did a great job. <laughs> and later I hope on, it he's doesn't fucking... awaken a monster now that it tasted blood. <laughs> yeah, the sword comes alive and turns him into a monster. I think I find a picture of the fucking monster he turns into. Hang on, hang on. Now, now he's gonna have to find a new roommate. I I wonder if Rita Repulse is looking for a place. (laughs) Make my monster grow. Yeah, here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing that he turns into when shit goes crazy. Uh, Like when his sword does get powered up, this is the fucking crazy thing he turns into. I'm putting in the chat. There we go. Yeah, but now the chat. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, it's oh. pretty fucking cool looking. If it <laughs> yeah. was that sword, oh man, when it when he stuck it in, if he pulled it back out, it probably pulled all kinds of organs out with it. Well, just don't start none, won't be none. That's the fucking uh-huh. fundamental rule of life, kids. And you can take that shit to the bank. And the thing about killing a man with a sword is you can't really fire off a warning shot. Nope. Oh. You just kind of, you, you got to go for the guts. My champion in the chat, I don't see what the big deal is. If someone gets killed in my house, odds are it's going to be with a sword. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, why are we surprised that a Power Ranger killed a guy with a sword? Right, it would be yeah. weird if he <laughs> killed him with a gun. Either that or a laser pistol. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking nunchucks with saber-toothed tigers on the end. <laughs> <laughs> that does make for a much better story, though. Just, just, just being honest, that's a much better story. Pterodactyl Thunder Whip. <laughs> Kill Home Invader. <laughs> uh, Did I oh. just imagine this, or was there a time where Chris Ward was trying to buy a high-powered laser? No, that was real. That no, really okay. happened. They, they, it, this and the bitch just told me they were going to send me one, too. Okay, wasn't that's it, right. Yeah. Wasn't it free? Yeah, it, I think they got the fuck suit out of them. Yeah, I don't think Lee or Chris Ward had to put any money out, either. I thought it was free. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think right around the time they were, they were they were backed up on production, and then before they could get the production run back up, they got the fuck shit out of my Lucasfilm because their shit looked just like Star Wars. Oh, That's right. Yeah, yeah, we were planning on burning shit at uh, the first Pop Goes the Fourth. Oh, we're going to cut so much shit up. But yeah, I didn't feel as, I wasn't as annoyed when I found out that nobody got one. Because I'm that small sometimes. Yep, that was not a dream you had, Kelly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Award did get one. And apparently was quite disappointed in its efficacy of, you know, setting shit on fire. Let's, uh, let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. Already. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Uh, let's see. Um, Gotham by Midnight. 
This is uh, Ray Fox and uh, Ben Templesmith. And that is, uh, fuck, what's the guy's name? The first name, I think, is Patrick Corrigan, the guy who's the Spectre, basically. Uh, James? Maybe, yeah. And he's uh, running a task force in Gotham, like handling, like, you know, the supernatural, like, police cases and shit. Um, and this is a really, really cool book, man. It looks really neat. They are slowly kind of peppering in the backstory on some of their characters. Uh, and then this issue, they get called in the hospital where, like, you know, the um, one of the patients under observation, with what looks to be like smallpox, which, you know, as we all know, if we read your history books, kids should be wiped out. So they put her in this room for observation and, like, her shadow starts moving independently from her. And then it comes alive. It's a horrible fucking monster thing. You know, as shadows are wanting to do in scary stories. Thanks, measles. No, thanks, measles. Jenny <laughs> McCarthy. You, you, don't, you don't vaccinate your kids at Disney World. And next thing you know, you got fucking shadow monsters in the hospital. Jenny McCarthy is a menace against public health. <laughs> she fucking straight up is. Um, but this book is really, really cool. Um, hard to talk about. I just give a whole bunch of shit away. But just is issue three. Really easy to go back and pick up. You know, real easy to pick up the trade when it comes out. It's just a. That's really cool. It's different. It's a. You know, it's it's a supernatural Gotham story, but it's in. It's not not about Batman at all, which is pretty cool. Um, I greatly enjoy it. Uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine number eight came out. It's another one of the uh, Spider Verse tie ins. This one uh, deals with uh, Miguel and the Lady Spider as they kind of go back to the safe zone, find out it's not so safe anymore. But lo and behold. They stumble across the Japanese Spider-Man's giant goddamn robot and decide, we're going to fix it. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they, uh, they take it using the portal to um, Lady Spider's fucking steampunk world where she has a big lab. And they start working on the robot there. And he's like, do you people have radiation yet? Because there needs to be some radioactive shit to run this thing. And lo and behold, along come these six men of sinistry. And they happen to have some radioactive-powered shits, uh, and they use it to power up the robot. So you get these cool, like steampunk designs of the Goblin and the Scorpion and Doctor Octopus. It's just, it's just cool. It's just a lot of fun, man. Like that, the Green Goblin comes up, they're talking shit, and Miguel just slices his throat and goes, "Yeah, that's right. I cut your throat. You fight me, you die. That's how it works." Now, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 awesome, man. I, this fucking Spider Verse, dude, does not. Not a missed beat. And that just means, you know, more fucking toey, uh, marveler, giant leopard robot for Spider-Man, which, more of that, please. Which then led me to the internet where I found out that they did make, uh, Bandai did make a big-ass die-cast uh, version of that marveler robot that came with a Spider-Man and, like, the weird race car that Spider-Man had that came out of it, too. Oh, that um, thing was awesome. I saw you post it on Twitter. It was so cool. It's so fucking cool, but came out just long ago that it is prohibitively expensive. Which, if they were smart, they'd re-release that shit right now. Yeah. Because it came with uh, the, 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 the robot, and it does transform into the Leopardon spaceship version. Uh, the display base can be used for either mode. It comes with like a five-inch tall Supida Man figure. The car, like a little mini version of the Spider-Man to go in it as well. Like a shitload of accessories. Like, fucking rad. And apparently it was only like $90 when it came out. And that was like 210 So, broke my fucking heart. Because that show, if you've not seen the Japanese Spider-Man show, it's fucking bananas. Yeah. Like, it is absolutely insane, man. 
And like it is the uh, the flip side to you know this is why like Marvel was able to make those Godzilla comic books because they allowed Toei to make this crazy ass Spider Man show which has nothing to do with Spider Man as we know him and it's just delightfully weird. Oh, those Godzilla comics are so good. Delightfully weird. Um, let's see what else. What else? What else? Um, Batman Eternal forty three. This issue takes place after like. Whatever the fuck the Batman issue was from like two years ago, like between Death of the Family and Zero Year, and they're like, "Hey, this is kind of like a preview of Batman Eternal." This is after. I want to say it was like twenty eight. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is like after that, you know, with uh, Harper is Bluebird, and we got spoiler and Catwoman doing her thing. So like, it's all kind of coming to that. And uh, again, man, Batman Eternal has been really, really good. Like shockingly good lots of moving pieces and it's all working like they do kind of revisit things once in a while like oh fuck that's right this is a point a plot point that's happening and they haven't talked about it in a while but you know when you kind of go back and look at it you kind of see but it still works you know because you have a lot of characters a lot of stuff like nothing's conflicting with itself there's just a lot to talk about and a lot to get to um it's really good it's really really good um see sex criminals number 10 came out um still so fucking good one of my favorite book lots of really awesome background bits uh, in this book in this issue too where um Su- Susie and John are bunking up in a motel with um you know who was John's favorite porn star back in the day she has similar but different sex powers and the uh the uh motel that they are staying on staying in tonight is the what was it called it was called the No Murdering Motel. <laughs> and then the guy, there's a guy on a ladder uh, on the little whiteboard, like, you know, the white sign when you put the letters on there. Like, it says, no murders since 2014, and he's replacing the number. It's <laughs> 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 a fucking great bit. Um, really, there's just nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with this book. <laughs> They're talking to the the... The ex-porn star lady, and, and Susie pulls these nipple clamps out of this bag. She goes, holy shit, are these electric? And the woman replies, of course they are. Why would they be just clamps? I'm not a tourist. <laughs> she got pretty serious after that. It's good, man. It's good. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, they wrapped up the Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover, and you want to talk about perfect comic books, man. Like Licensed crossovers can be tricky. Uh, from what I understand, the G.I. Joe Ghostbusters, uh, G.I. Joe Transformers, rather, is a good time. Um, this stuff, man, excellent. It, it makes me really sad that this might be the last time we see the IDW Ghostbusters. And it breaks my heart because I missed that ongoing book already. And it's just really awesome. Like You get, you get you know, lots of great points here. You got uh, the turtles fighting with specially modified like proton packs where they can like, go hand to hand with it. You got Mikey running around in a jumpsuit with his fucking shell bump. Like, hey, I told you guys these things would stretch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's awesome, absolutely fucking perfect. I wonder if maybe the rights to the Ghostbusters ran out. If they really don't do another Ghostbusters book, maybe that was the reason. Yeah, I was hoping this would just kind of bridge it and they'd launch a new number one or something. Um, well, but at the same like, time, though, they did tell a very complete story. True. You know, like, you know they, they did kind of, you know, they did, they, they, they didn't, it didn't have the feeling of, oh, you know, better her up or canceled. It felt like it kind of reached a natural ending. So I really can't complain too much. 
And it looks uh, like Ghostbusters dude uh, Shanig is doing the Bill and Ted book now. Yeah, so which that's cool that that I'm all his, about that. Yeah, his art style suits that really well too. It really does. I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I saw it was on Netflix. Uh, oh, shit, I gotta watch that. And the kid has a tough time with like just the idea of uh, time cancer, Ta- cancer, <laughs> but also time travel. Like really, you know, it's like you know, it's it's. The past is yesterday, okay? But it's also like 10 years ago. Yeah, no, I can see that. She's seven. She doesn't know what the fuck 10 years ago is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's why it was tough to... Um, we were trying to watch Agent Carter, and I kind of had to leave her behind on that because it got really hard trying to explain shit. I'm just like, no, no, no. The, no, Captain America's gone. This is like... While he's dead on ice, this is like 60 years ago. She's like, what the fuck is 60 years ago? Like, I like, I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think the only reason I understood time travel at a, I, I what I think is a fairly young age, is because I grew up reading X Men comics. Yeah, that I, might have a lot to do with it. Like, yeah, just the shit that we consumed may made it easier. Yeah, See, you uh, said that I, she had a problem with time travel, so I thought she was just trying to debunk, you know, string theory and all that, but. <laughs> No, 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 no. She doesn't have a problem with time travel. She has a problem with time. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe that's what it is. She has a problem with what history is. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Uh, but maybe Bill and Ted is a perfect vehicle to introduce her to some of these concepts. And then after that, we'll get into the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> well, you watched Bill and Ted. Here's Star-Lord to come explain some things to you. <laughs> Uh, Chris Pratt's been in the closet all along. Last one I'll talk about is uh, Thor number four, wherein, uh, again, inexplicably hobo-dressing Thor. Uh, because seriously, he lost his hammer, and now he has a string for a belt. Like, that's a real thing. <laughs> he doesn't wear shoes. He's got a string for a belt. He never wears a shirt. It's fucking like, he really let himself go. He lost that hammer, you guys. <laughs> He's got a red and white checkered picnic table. <laughs> Wrapped around the end of a stick with all of his belongings in it. He may as well. He's got a piece of straw hanging out of his teeth. Fucking ridiculous. He's riding on boxcars. When I was a kid, you know, you were talking about Zoe not understanding the concept of history. When I was a kid, I thought homeless people were cool. <laughs> like, like, you just fucking hop in a train and go anywhere exactly. and do anything? The fucking weird boxcar Willie guy from uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I thought that yep. was awesome. Just, just singing, singing songs. songs and shit. Just... <laughs> <laughs> fucking making Pee Wee jump off the fucking train with too many Jimmy Crack Corns. Jimmy Crack Corns! It's awesome. It's really fucking good. It's, it's a damn good time. Uh, Rob in the chat says, uh, from what he understands, that he thinks that the sales on the Ghostbusters book may not justify the licensing expenses. I can and see I that. can see that just <laughs> from just based off what it sells at my work. Yeah. I can really see that. Yeah, and like, and maybe maybe not sell too much under some of the uh, Transformers books, but sell about ten thousand copies a piece, give or take. But I think Hasbro has a pretty like in partnership with IDW beyond just like the comic books and the Excel. So that might be why that gets to go on a little longer. Um, I lied. Thor, okay, Thor is great. But before we move on, I got to talk a minute about New Avengers 29, you guys. 
Oh, good, because I did want to talk about this. Oh, he wants you. Wants you fucking to take take, take us out with this. Lead lead this one. Why don't you please? Oh, what the fuck are they even doing with this book anymore? Well, for starters, I thought the cover was Maximus and Yellow Jacket. I thought it was the Beyonder in Yellow Jacket. It is the Beyonder in okay. Yellow Jacket. Like Good. I thought it was Maximus, but no, no, it's the fucking Secret Wars two Beyonder. Because again, even though they've never done a story like this, they've done a story like this. I did like when I was reading, when I was looking at the cover, I'm like, why the fuck is Yellow Jacket on this cover? He's he's not in this book. And then okay, he shows up. All right, this makes sense, I guess. <laughs> I don't. Rem- Do you remember him being in this book before? Because I nope. really don't. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. Good. No. But yeah. So apparently, at some point, a bunch of the uh, universes just went away. Maybe through like simultaneous incursions, but they make it a point of mentioning that there's like a couple dozen left. Yeah, I think they said like twenty-two, which got me to you know thinking and going back and looking, and so I pulled up that. Uh, big ass uh battle world map that they put out uh you want to take a wild guess how many worlds are on the battle world map gonna guess 22 41 oh well god damn it <laughs> 41 so something there don't smell right you guys <laughs> i did like in this new avengers when like someone asked me like oh, what ha- what happened to all the universes and he's pretty much ah, this is gone now uh, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Just happened. Shut up, nerd. Read this comic. And then they they also like make it a point to show like in the between time that we didn't see like apparently Franklin Richards died. Is he dead? It looks like it looks like he died in an experiment where they were trying to maybe use him to create a new universe because he has that power. See, I thought he just got real fucked up. It may be. It's all either way. Not, something terrible happened. Yeah, and it's not the kind of shit they should have shown in a fucking flashback sequence in two panels. Because yeah. it wasn't clear what happened. No, and it, you know, and if they're gonna kill Franklin, that's that's important, you know. And you know, I and I would say, why didn't we see the story where that happened? And then I was got caught myself immediately because I realized it would have been ten more issues long, mm-hmm. and the shit is already long enough. And then Yellow Jacket shows up and brings the Beyonders. Oh, wait. In the uh, chat, Rob says that might have been an alternate Franklin because he had a five on his uh, gear, and our Franklin never wore a five. It was always a four and a half. But you not wear a five like in the Future Foundation book? Maybe? Well, was, uh, was- was it four and a half because he was four and a half years old or just because he was a half a man? Like four and a half men? <laughs> Rob says, nope, it was always four and a half. Well, in that case, what's Reed crying about so goddamn much? Then? Is that even really his Franklin? <laughs> Get over it. There's some other kid. That's not fair. It's just, it's a goddamn, they, they do a whole lot of standing around and talking in this book, you guys. Lee, did you see the uh, thing about Secret Wars with the, all the Modox fighting? Uh, no, but yes. that. Because that looks pretty fucking rad. <laughs> That's going to be like one of the offshoot books of it where they're just like showing the various 
fights going on in other worlds that's and the battle be. world things. Yeah, see, I think and apparently that's gonna be th- a, there's a Modok world. I, I think and a all big the Modoks draw are fighting. To battle world is gonna be there's gonna be something for everybody with all these different worlds. Yeah. So, you know, Modok World might not sell ten thousand books, but you might get uh two thousand books out of forty one books each. Yeah, there, I mean, yeah, the, the, I don't dislike the concept behind Secret Wars and the Battle <laughs> no. World thing. Like, there's some cool stuff there, you know? It's just the, the kind of broader, hey, this is building out of this long, drawn, tired ass Avengers story. And then the fact that it's going to irrevocably change everything. And then Hickman's leaving, which is a weird thing for me. Lee, uh, you, d- you did the experiment with the pizzas. You see, nothing's going to change. That's true. <laughs> Nothing will change. <laughs> Depending on if they're going to fucking use little secret pizzas. Put them on top of each other, throw that shit in the oven, everything's still fine. It's going to be good. <laughs> we got some, uh, uh, we picked up a couple Domino's pizzas over the weekend, and I looked at I picked it up, I opened the I opened the box, and looked at it right away, and just went, God damn it. <laughs> Nicole says, what? I go, you smash two of these sons of bitches together, you're going to get a fucking hot mess. <laughs> She says, you're still talking about that? I go, yes, I'm still talking about that. <laughs> Fucking ruined my bit. <laughs> Gotta respect the bit. What, what else you got, Kelly? Uh, this was a good week for comics. It was pretty much a bunch of my favorites came out, and I was just wandering around knocking stuff over with my comic boner. Are you reading Alex and Ada? <laughs> I am not, but I've oh, heard that really book's good. great. New issue of that was really, really solid, too. Yeah, this week we had Sex Criminals. I love that book. Had Mind Management. That's a really good book. Had New Casanova. That makes me happy. And that's actually perfect jumping on point if anyone wants to check that out. Because I did did a previously in thing on post on the site. Indeed you did. But all you need to know is Cass doesn't know who he is and he's in a new universe. So it's pretty much a fresh start. That's kind of neat. Yeah, and that it's a good move going into the new yeah. image stuff. And then also, Lee, I'm sure you're going to be thrilled. I'm going to talk about the Multiversity Guidebook. I'm so excited. Here's the thing I was not expecting. It's the most integral book to the series since the first issue. Because most of it isn't an actual guidebook. A lot of it is at just comics. And so uh, and now this thing is, is billed and sold as like a fucking source book for the series that's also happening. Is that right? It's a source book to every universe. So it basically has an entry for each universe outside of the seven universes that they've blocked off for God, that sounds terrible. It works because now we know what all the universes are. Ah, well, yeah. I guess it does help if you know what all the rules are and who's playing the game. I guess that does help. And Morrison also does a really good explanation of the multiver- of the timeline of the DC multiverse and makes it all make sense, which is kind of shocking. You know, I, I will say this about Grant Morrison. Like, he clearly, clearly loves DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, it's very clear. <laughs> like, I, I don't necessarily get down a lot of his stories, but I cannot help but appreciate his passion for it. And hearing him talk about it, like, you know, it's infectious. Like, I want to like, because I, I like him so much, and he's so interesting. Like, I want to, I wish I liked his stories more, because I really like him as a person. But yeah, no, can't get into it. 
There's a part of me that wonders if Multiversity, if you might like it, because each issue is its own thing, pretty much. See, but I'm not a huge, by nature, not a huge DC guy either, and I think a lot of what's making this battle world nonsense a little easier to swallow with Secret Wars is my familiarity with these other worlds a little bit. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, like... I think we're the other way around. I may be a little more easy on multiversity and convergence than Battleworld and Secret Wars just because it's where my familiarity lies. You know? Oh, man, no, still fuck convergence. Yeah, fuck convergence. <laughs> yeah, we, we can see, we can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, convergence doesn't have a Modoc book, so no, they no. automatically lose. No. Like, they tried to go weird with some of their convergence books, but none of them are like. The '90s animated series X Men or a Modoc world, so they lose. Yeah, where the fuck is like you know, uh, like a Young Justice book, even something that, that would kind of get people excited about that? Because man, Young yeah. Justice was amazing. That would have been cool. But yeah, one thing that was cool about the Multiversity Guidebook is at one point the comic falls into the hands of a character, so he's like, well. I should- fucking read this if I'm going to understand what's going on right now because got another it was two Batmans one from Earth 17 and one from Earth 42 and the one from Earth 42 picks it up he's like I, I don't know what the hell's going on but this bad guy see, said that this book seems important so I guess I'll read it <laughs> and at one point in the guidebook it says all the there's a dark secret on Earth 42 and Batman puts down, puts down the book he's like well dark secret what the hell are they talking about <laughs> it's and then he finds out later he's a robot. So, man, see, that might be a little too meta for my, for my taste. Yeah, no, there's a, this series really depends on meta stuff because universes, various universes are comics to other universes. Hmm, yeah. I'm planning to say fuck a bunch of that. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Because, yeah, that's how... that And that was actually started back with uh, in fucking whenever the Flash of Two Worlds story happened. Because the Golden Age Flash was in the comics that Barry was reading. And then he traveled to that universe and discovered, oh shit, this isn't just comics, this is another whole universe. And that's how the DC multiverse starts. So, they, so Morrison kind of kept with that theme and made it so... Comics are just alternate universes. Some slippery slope shit right there, man. So that's how Earth-33 is our Earth. We are Universe-33 in the DC multiverse. All right. You guys hear that? That was my eyes rolling into the back of my head. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. It's okay. No one's going to judge you, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah other than that i don't think i read anything else oh i finished the the first 25 issues of brubaker's cap run oh nice that shit's really good yeah you can do worse <laughs> i'd never actually read that i no I, I can't lie i read issue 25 that's where i started so anything before that i had never read before yeah that's that's that is really good comic books <laughs> yeah that's a great run Excellent. What you got, Nice? I got no comics, but I am seriously bummed about how much Hulu is dragging ass on getting new episodes of Ninja Turtles up. 
there have we're four episodes behind and they only currently have one of those episodes up on Hulu. Man, and I, I know they went back to New York, so Yeah, I haven't seen the newest one, but the one with the last week one DC was Return to New York. And it was a very effective toy commercial. Because <laughs> man oh man, I want the new party wagon. <laughs> It's funny because if someone else were to say an episode was a toy commercial, you would think that it was an insult, but Lee saying it is a compliment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, it was an effective toy commercial. Good job. <laughs> yeah, because I immediately, like, as soon as they started putting it together, I'm like, oh, shit, they're making the fucking, oh, God. I pause it, I'm like, and they're making it. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, I can't have it. <laughs> Uh, it's always like, can we unpause the fucking show? I'm like, no, you don't, you don't understand. Because, like, see, when I was a kid, it fucking, it looked like, you know, they had, you don't care. Okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean when you were a kid? <laughs> You've always been this way. You've always been old. What's your problem? <laughs> uh, this world started seven years ago. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it run, like, when I was a kid, you know, like, uh, going around the grocery store, riding on the front of the... Uh, the grocery cart at one time i had this thought like what if the world is just a movie that's being shown through my eyes what if we're just somebody <laughs> else's comic books <laughs> so i i get that i get that she doesn't really know much outside of you know her immediate view so i get it what hulu does have however is the entire x-men animated series and me and Mary watched a couple episodes of that the other night, so that's fun. Uh, that's, that's not... Some of that hasn't aged exceptionally well. No, not at all. Yeah, you know. I would be willing to say that these stories hold up, uh, but some of that animation and performances, a little bit less so. Yeah, yeah, hard. H- hard to watch at times, but it's, it's straight <laughs> I, I did a rewatch of it. It was Night of the Sentinels, like that two-part pilot or whatever. The Sentinels are going after they're in the uh, mall parking lot chasing after Jubilee. And, you know, the camera is behind Cyclops, you know, kind of looking up a little bit to where he's going to shoot the, uh, the Sentinel with his optic blast. And he does, like, this weird, like, little squat move. Like, both of his hands are in a fist. His legs are splayed. And when he shoots his optic blast, he, like, does this weird little, like, oomph squat <laughs> like it's really fucking strange it took me right out of the story right away <laughs> he's very bracing odd. himself he's bracing it was very very strange uh, yeah that's not a bad time we started watching uh avatar the last airbender on the hulus i've not seen but heard nothing but good things not check that out and we've also watched a couple episodes we're still catching up on once upon a time we're I think we're we're just towards the end of the Ice Queen storyline, and I found that if I keep myself occupied with my phone or with other things, I won't fall asleep during an episode. Because <laughs> there's just something there's something about Once Upon a Time. I'm not de- debating the quality of it, but I swear to God, it's like a, watching a Harry Potter movie. I'll fucking fall right to sleep. <laughs> See, that's how you know we're getting old, man. Because there was a period there for a couple weeks where I couldn't do shit without falling asleep. Oh, yeah. You know what? I welcome it. I welcome our elder overlords. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? I've always got shit I'd rather be doing than wasting time sleeping. Yeah. That's that's my whole problem. Like, 
I, I, I'm generally living healthier than I lived in a long time, maybe fucking ever, but I still don't sleep enough. That's a problem because there's always something to do, like play with the kids, fucking read something, like just, you know, engage in something else besides just, you know, you know, just huge hours of time. They're just gone. It's ridiculous. Like, we're horribly inefficient machines that way. Lee, you know what you need? Cocaine. <laughs> See, Cocaine. I, in the past five years, I've pulled more all-nighters than I care to admit. And at some point, I was just like, I can't do this to my body anymore. I'm fucking 33 years old. See, my I still have to get, you know, six to ten hours of sleep a night. Somewhere in there is the sweet spot. My, I hover right around four or five, typically. Oof. I, I, I couldn't handle that. I'm sorry. My body likes nine. If I just let myself sleep, I will go nine hours, pretty much. My problem nah, is... I, 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 I typically get about four or five hours of sleep, and then every once in a while, my body just fucking was like, no, 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 motherfucker. You need a little You're bit going more. to sleep at 730 tonight. Because <laughs> we're just shutting this shit down. <laughs> See, I'm totally cool with falling asleep at 8.30 at night watching Once Upon a Time, because then that'll mean I'm up at 6 the next morning when, you know, Mary's leaving for work. Now, if I, you know, can't sleep and I'm up until 3, 4 in the morning watching Getting Dug With High, then that means <laughs> that I'll sleep until noon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon the next day, and then, you know, I lose half of the day. I only get things done up until you know five six o'clock when mary gets home and then you know it's it's family time so you know getting up early is important to me lately i am so old (laughs) i can't believe i'm talking about the pluses of getting up early on the podcast no you know what i've been actually thinking about getting up earlier lately because i've realized i've been sleeping in too much and when i wake up earlier i feel a lot better yeah, I didn't even realize I felt like shit some days. Yep. But now waking up earlier, like the past two days, I felt better than I normally do. So I'm fucking setting my alarm from now on and waking up early. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Getting shit done, man. Yeah. I'm very happy for you, man. <laughs> you figured that out before the rest of us did. You'll be all right. <laughs> You're going to be all right, man. So that's the show. Talking about comic books and life choices. Tell you what, this time next week, not only will we have a Daredevil trailer, but we might have a Batman vs. Superman trailer by this time next week. Oh, God, Daredevil, you guys. (laughs) I just simply refuse to acknowledge that it'll be anything but excellent. (laughs) So maybe I'm setting myself up for something here, but I don't think so. No, I I think you're safe. I'm excited. It's going to be good times. Fucking, uh, join us next week wherein we'll talk about the Daredevil trailer and or Superman versus Batman yep. versus Rowan Wade, Donna Justice, Esquire DDS. Uh, yeah, and, that shit too. and the Yellow Power Ranger getting arrested for kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. And maybe fucking there'll be more uh, Brandon Routh as... Uh, Adam on Arrow, because that's a thing that's happening, too. See, that's another thing I got to bitch about Hulu about is, you know, I had this whole weekend, you know, just free while Mary was playing video games. And I was like, all right, what am I going to watch? Let's see. Let's see if I can catch up on Gotham. Nope. Missing five episodes 
Uh, well, let me start Flash. Nope. The first episode they have is episode eight. Motherfuckers. What? Bullshit. Yeah, and like I don't understand like who benefits from that. Like who wins in that scenario? You know, so we, I, don't, I don't get it. Do they no. have? Would I wonder if? Uh, would the CW have the Flash on their website? Yeah, well, but you got to have a a cable provider for that usually. Why CW is not on cable? <laughs> yeah, even the shit that they give away free. You're you're, you're right, one. But yeah, I did it with ABC one time, looking for an episode of Modern Family I couldn't find, and you had to put in your cable shit. And it's like you literally give it away free over the <laughs> air. What does that make? <laughs> For free over the open air, but still. God damn it. Now I'm mad. Mad about nothing. And it's like, I could easily just torrent, you know, Ninja Turtles and Flash and Gotham, but it's like, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, fucking give it to me. (laughs) Yeah, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, I, I, you know, you're not wrong, man. You're just, you're not wrong. And it's part of the reason we jumped back on Once Upon a Time because I'm like, who knows? They might start taking these fuckers off, and and we'll lose two episodes. Right, guys. NXT is on Hulu, right? Yes, I watched NXT. If- uh, I watched NXT on Hulu this week, even though I still had my WWE network until Sunday. I watched it on Hulu. Do you know if they're going to have the live special? Yes, they do. Uh, it's okay, just good. it's basically just another episode cuz I went back and I looked to see if they had the the takeovers and uh it doesn't skip any weeks as far as episodes go and I went in there awesome. and they they had the last one the R Evolution. So oh, I'm there. Guys, next next fucking next the 11th. I am just going to be so full of wrestling. <laughs> next team, New Japan show. Lucha Underground. It's going to be great. Just tweet it all at Mahoney. (laughs) (laughs) Mahoney's tweets at PCW are great, too. You guys should follow (laughs) Mahoney. He's the best. (laughs) He's not the worst. He's just not the worst. So, yeah, that's the show this week, man. Join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Tight show this week, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just under two hours. I thought we were going to be done earlier than that, but not a a wasted moment. This is good times. So fucking uh, hang out with us next week, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Leave us a voicemail by calling 616-9511-POP, or you can email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Be sure to go to the website, uh, click the banner at the top of the page, check out uh, what's going on with Ripped. Every single day. Good times up there. Cool shirts. High quality shirts, no less. You know, we'd appreciate it. I won't be happy until every single one of my shirts is a ripped shirt. I think I have one for every day of the week now. I wore <laughs> a ripped shirt today. It's you you guys have probably seen it before. It's like a a teal blue and it's a mashup of Shaun of the Dead and um shit, what was the name of the movie where they were cops? Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. It's a mashup of the two of those. I've had that shirt for almost three years now, and it's still in rotation because it's high quality, nice nice and soft. Love it. Yeah, like it is shirts. really soft. That's the thing. They're really nice, soft shirts. It cannot be uh, overstated, man. It's good times. So, yeah. Thanks for hanging out. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, for Jason Nyes, Kelly Harris, uh, I'm Lord Reverend uh, Lee Rodriguez. 
Join us next week. We'll talk to you guys later. Love you. Good night and goodbye. Have a good week. I am the Tin Man. hundred years he rested here. Rusted, shut, and so dormant In a little lost corner where no one strolls In the soul of this horrible forest Poor little lost lass from Kansas Snatched by a tornado came forward Poured a little drop of oil in his joints She heard his voice, time for performance He did rise And strained open his eyes And lowered his axe to his side It was still raised high to the skies Twisted his back till the crack Wiggled his little fingers just a bit with a stretch Aimed his gaze at the face of the girl Then grabbed that little hick by the neck And said I am the Tin Man Who the hell are you? But was all falling down and unraveling Tin man pinned him up to a tree with his free hand fast and exclaimed Are you really gonna fuck with me, Scarecrow? Do you have no brain? Both of them were crying by this time and how he loved it I will go with you to the city, but to me your silly little lives mean nothing You can die right here and I fear you'll hear no ticking in this chest And I'll bet you never guess that my axe is a wicked bitch of the West Here comes a tin man, and he will hack you apart His skin is made of metal and he has no heart He needs oil and so hollow, a bloodbath down the yellow path that he follows. Here comes a tin man, look in his ball bearing eyes. Find an empty stare as icy as his iron side eyes. Kinda like a robot with no wires inside. A heavy metal lover jack, never had a heart attack, never gonna die. They traveled in silence for fear that violence would find him. So frightened, they started crying, tried hide and spotted a lion. But Titty caught the pussy by the tail and the kitty cat wailed under his power. So scared that he pissed and he rubbed his nose in it and called him a coward. He grabbed him coward. by the scruff and he flicked his dick near the stuffin' of the scarecrow. Ergo, little Miss Muffin could what? utter nothing. With a hand on her hips, licked his thin middle lips and he thirsted for her. And with the handle back of his battle axe, hiked up the front of her skirt and said, Sweet little Dorothy, oh lord, what I have in store. For you there is no place like home, you ain't in Kansas no more. Don't try nothing funny, honey, or you'll get killed. Just like a hundred flying monkeys and the lollipop killed. When they reached Emerald City, little old Ben scattered and packed. Cause they got word from the birds who had heard that the Tin Man was back. That empty phallic palace stick Malice and fear And at the end of a long haul attempt With tall greenhead did appear He called himself the great wizard Yeah, like hell you are, old man So certain that he heard him Till he pulled back the curtain Caught him in his cold hand Feeling even meaner He was beaten on his senior evil Gives him a buzz If ever a wicked ass wizard there was It isn't this midget It isn't because the Tin Man And he's the king of the forest Stop, no second chorus the wizard took a stab in the dark, dark. And he guessed that Tenny's chest was empty and he needed a heart. heart He offered him one, said he had plenty in stock Are you fucking shitting me? This is a five dollar clock He crushed it in his fist, so pissed, so livid with rage, rage. And with the same hand harvested the old man's own heart from his rib cage And ate it like a pear right there, off his chin wizard blood was dripping, dripping. Then he turned back fast to his captors, a fresh corpse was still twitching And said, should've let me rust it, see you never should've trusted me Incapable of loving, but there's still a lot of lust in me I rob and rape and use and steal and kill all the rest Because I couldn't care less, really, I couldn't care less oh. He 
set fire to the man made of hay Thought of more than one way to skin the cat Save the best for last, but in his clean and see Dorothy slip out the back She was off in a balloon, she thought too soon she had lost him Cause Tinny caught a ride back to Kansas, grabbing that basket by the bottom She awoke at home, he wasn't there, and our fair heroine felt so protected But the Tin Man was there, he ran for Senate, and a landslide was elected I'm the Tin Man, and we will hack you apart My skin is made of metal, and I have no heart I need oil, my body is so cold and so hollow A bloodbath down the yellow path that you follow I'm the Tin Man, looking with ball-bearing eyes Stare as icy as the fire inside hide It's kind of like a robot with no wires inside A halo of a jackass, a heart attack, never gonna die Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.